Welcome to Thrive Deeper, an ongoing conversation with Dr. Matthew Jacoby, author of the Thrive Bible Reading Guides, teaching pastor and leader of the Psalmist Band Sons of Korah. Join us as we go deeper into the Bible, discussing the passages as we read them together with Thrive. Now here's your host, DJ Payne. G'day and welcome to episode 44 of Thrive Deeper. It's DJ here, your old pal, your old chum. And on this week's episode, we're doing things a little bit differently. Matthew and I are going, uh, let's say we're skating out onto the thin ice. We're crawling out onto that thinner branch out there. And we're going to talk about some of the uh, inner workings of decision making and some of the principles about these grey areas that you might be thinking about as we talk about decisions. I think you're going to enjoy this one. It's a little bit different. It's a little bit more conversational. It's a little bit more asking questions, but I'm sure you're going to get a lot out of it. I know it's going to raise some questions for you, so stick around, keep listening, because at the end of the episode, I'll share with you how you can get in touch and send those questions to us. After the break, Matt and I get into it. So it's obviously going slowly. Uh, it's going very slowly, yeah. Uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's a time, like it's a time, uh, it's a time thing for me. But when I do sit down and I work on material, I really enjoy it. But the problem with the creative process is that you've got to be prepared to waste, potentially waste time. Yeah. And I hate wasting time. It's this, it's this continual struggle uh, that I have. Uh, with this, but I, because I, um, I, I want, when I spend time, I want it to be productive, and you know sometimes you come up with ideas and they don't work. So I, I have actually been noodling around, and mm. and I'm just thought of that because the other day I did actually sit down and 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 I thought oh, I've got an hour here before I need to do this. I'll I'll just sit down and I'll you know play around with some ideas, and uh, I came up with some stuff that I might be able to use, but it wasn't particularly productive. But that's. You just have to be. Up That's for the that. creative it's, process. It's, yeah, you know, it's. I don't know if I was. If there's so much in me that it hasn't. I've got the creativity uh, to to, you know, to be an artist, but not. Uh, but uh, there's other aspects of me that don't work well with. Yeah, not the uh, patience the, or yeah, the, the time. Not the patience of an yeah. artist. Yeah, anyway. That's it. You need to be patient. Yeah. Well, uh, that's exciting. That's exciting. The uh, the the artistic approach. Uh, you know, to life is often mm. often really, you know, at odds with uh, you know a really yeah. meticulous type of lifestyle. Yeah. There, well, we've been going through the Book of Proverbs. Speaking of meticulous, yes, <laughs> and uh, you know the principles therein, um, and we've spent the last couple of episodes talking about the concept of guidance, mm. the concept of decision making, the 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 concept of being responsible. You know, that God wanting us to be responsible for our own decisions as as we, you know, consult him in what we're doing, but he gives us the principles and the wisdom to to make the decisions ourselves. In this in this week's episode, Matt, I think in light of a lot of, you know, proverbs and some of the strong language it uses around certain cultural topics, there there are things today that are really hot button issues for people. Um, some of them to do with art, as we've already brought, you know, we've brought, yep. mentioned art. Some of them to do with, you know, entertainment and recreation and things mm. like that. That two, you know, Bible-believing, devoted Christians mm. will have two totally yeah. different decisions and convictions about. Yeah. So why don't, why don't we toss a few of those up? Because I know that yeah. people have been thinking about them as we've been going through. Well, well we had... We had it was, it was an interesting question, actually, that someone uh, brought to me uh, about this, uh, someone who's reading Thrive and I think listening to the podcast. And the question was around, um, well, the first question was, you know, you're a tourist uh, overseas and, um, you know, in Thailand or whatever. And, you know, do you, do you go into the, into the temples? Wow. You know, do you go and yes. visit them like like tourists would would generally do, or is that a no no uh, for for a Christian. a Christian? 
Yep. What do you think? Well, like as as in, I'm going through X Asian country. Yeah. And here's the <laughs> world's biggest gold plated Buddha statue. Yeah. Do I go yeah, get a photo? Tem- you know, or do is there a, there's a Buddhist temple? Yeah, I, I think it's more like if I go into these holy places of other religions and, and you know. I guess should I do that? Is that good for me? Am I going? Am I somehow going to be tainted with that? You know, am I playing into the devil's hands mm. in some way? That's that's the question around that. Well, I've I've got pretty strong views on this. Oh, have you? Yeah. I right, tell me. I I don't think there's anywhere that can taint me okay. as a Christian. Yeah. I I am. You know, unless, of course, you know, within reason, like I say, anywhere and straight away someone's going to say, well, what about this or what about... Yeah, like walking into a strip club or something. Yeah, well, even though, even though I really do believe that there are Christians and I've met people, women and men, who are are called into those type of places. And I believe with all of my heart that they are making an impact in that world. Wow. Not my, not for me. Yeah. Not for me. Um, So (laughs) the principle of, if God, you know calls you to somewhere but when something something like that which is recreational mm. or uh relational um or educational i'd say fine yeah because greater is he that in the, that is that is in us than, than he, he yeah. than is in the world yeah. and i think that we don't go in there as in like I, I don't want you to imagine me going in there in a you know like a white safari suit as a as a you know <laughs> as an english you know man going oh i claim this all for the good you know the good queen and christianity you know it's not like that but there is that sort of principle of uh, this is all like i've got the truth mm. and i'm 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 a child of the king and i don't have to fear that that something's going to get me or you know, yep. I'm opening the door to something. I know what I believe, and I'm happy to be a witness into this place mm. if that's what God calls me to do. Yeah, I, uh, I'm very similar, actually. I, um, you know, there, there are there are some situations. Well, there are plenty of situations that I wouldn't go into that are just not good for me. So, I mean, the interesting thing. I mean, you mentioned the example of those people called to. I mean, when I. Uh, facetiously mentioned the, the the strip club example, but actually I've met uh, a guy who um, uh, that he and his he and his wife uh, and and a and a group actually go to the sexpos, and they they yeah. they minister to people That's in those it. and they have quite a really fruitful ministry actually, mm. and they're very much called to that and and I mean there's plenty of explicit stuff going on you all know, around in those you know, all around them and um, so. Um, yeah, so just when you think you've got a clear a clear cut, you know, uh, you, you you meet someone that just now, blows it out of the water. But, but let, let me just say, because I know people are going to be really triggered with what we're saying yeah. just now. We're not saying that's for everybody. No, we're, no, you know, no, we, no, 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 that, and yeah. that's, we're not, we don't believe God's called you to that. Yeah. We don't believe God's called us to that. But there are places yeah, that right. God calls people. And, and we should say, too, that this is coming from two guys that have quite conservative ethical, <laughs> ethical you yeah. know, opinions. Um so um, yeah, in 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 those cases, uh, I, I'm very similar. I mean, I, I I've been to India a couple of times, and I I don't hesitate to go. In fact, I want to go into into the temples, and because I I want to understand actually what, like I'm I'm a voracious learner, and I want to understand different worldviews, mm. and you just. Like I want to talk to the people, and I want to understand why they believe what they want. I want to see what what this worship looks like, yeah. um, and so because this is the I'm beginning. really happy to you know I'm really happy to go into, and, and I certainly don't think that I'm that I'm being tainted or or yeah. you know in any way because I'm not you know I'm not going in there as a you know as a worshiper or or endorsing it or endorsing it. Yeah, in, in, in I'll, I'll give okay. So that's the tourist aspect of it, yeah. which I think is a lot more. Forgivable, if that makes sense. I think a lot yeah. of people, a lot more people, go, "Oh, that's fine. You're just a tourist. Away you go." I'll give you something closer to home here that that I caused a bit of a yeah. stir stir with, with my with some members of our yeah. church. Um, I've met uh, a number of times the local imam here at the mosque yeah. in Geelong. Yeah. Now let it be known, the local mosque in Geelong meets in an old church. You know, yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's not you know don't don't think of uh, you know typical you know mosque and the and the imam that I've met and the and the other Muslim people who, who fellowship at this mosque, which I know quite a few of, 
uh, thanks to my you know boy, my boys' yeah. schools and their friends. Yeah, they are the poster children of moderate Islamic yeah. Islamic yeah. people. You know, yeah. they are they have specifically moved to a place like Geelong, a regional centre like this, because they want to assimilate. They want to better you know better life from mm-hmm. where they've come from. Those type of things. I say, I say all that. To I, I, it's actually, I've, I've met him too. He's great, really great guy. Yeah, really, really lovely, guy. lovely, lovely, lovely guy. Family, actually, yeah. the, exactly. The family are great. They're all studying, mm. working, doing you know really good stuff in the community. Um, and I've I met and had a good chats with him a couple of times. And he's invited me to the mosque. He said, "Come along, come along to a service. I would love you. Would be an honoured guest if you came along." Yada yada. So I mentioned that to quite a few people. You know what? As as part of our community. As a member of our community and, and someone's here, wouldn't it be great if we showed him that us as Christians, you know, came and said, we love you guys. We, we're going to come yeah. along and be part of it. Well, that was that was it. I was... I, controversial. I'm, I'm, controversial. I'm mostly arguing yeah. that we, we recant our Christianity. Yeah. And, and, be, yeah. and I was like, no, no. You know, I, I've also invited him to, to my church. Mm. I've invited him to come along to a service and I know he's not going to come along to one of my services unless I come to one of his. Yeah. And they were like, and, and again, I was talking to particular people who were really shocked and they were like, well, if you went, what would you do? Would you partake in the ceremony? Yeah. And I said, I don't know. I, I, honestly, I said, I don't know. I don't know if I would, you know, if they asked me to kneel, would I kneel? I said, I, I don't yeah. know. I would yeah. have to see. I would have to be very prayerful and see where God led me. But even well, if I'd be d- disrespectful if you went and didn't do that, though. It, so there's a bigger. That's yeah. my point. That's my point. Because they said, oh, if you went, you could probably stand up the back and watch. And I was like, imagine if we invited them to our church and they stood up the back and watch. We would not, mm. we would think that was very confrontational. Well, but, I think we'd be okay with that. But Yeah. Yeah. But it would seem very yeah. weird. Whereas if they, if people came and partook, we would, you, you'd have a sense of, yeah. you know, of getting along, it's a, it's a it's a conversation type yeah. of thing here, but but this was a controversial thing because yeah, yeah. I yeah. really even even if even if I felt that God and I've spoken to other people in the same circumstances, yeah. would you kneel and would you do this and do the, things like yeah. that? I would be like, yeah, but I would be kneeling to God. I would be kneeling to my yeah, God. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you I'm, know? Think, I'm thinking of a time actually in the hint, in the hinterland of the Byron Bay area. I was uh, speaking at a, an, an event. Um, there and and I had a big block you know big block of time and I actually just wanted to go somewhere quiet and, and pray you know I thought I'm going to make the most of this time and um and and th- actually uh, th- there w- the only place that I knew of that were near there was a big Hare Krishna property and yes. it had this yeah, uh, had this um, big building on it that they people just go in and they just sit quietly and 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 I thought I'm going there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell anyone, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm telling everyone now. Uh, but <laughs> and did you convert to Hari Krishna? You know, no, like, no, yeah. I didn't. No, but but I, um, yeah. It's it's like that space. This is the thing with with spaces. I mean, I, I, um, uh, I mean, I, I'm thinking aloud, which is sort of dangerous here, but. But I, I just don't think that I can be contaminated by that space, really. No. Now I'm, you know, if, if I'm there in the right, if in the right sort of spirit and and uh, then, you know, like I, I think if you're in God's purpose, you, you're safe. It's not like, uh, sure, if if you, I mean, th- th- there are ways in which we can open ourselves up to. Um, to uh, untoward influence, you know, and yeah. even demonic influence, oh. but that's that's actually about. Uh, it's not just by being in certain spaces, because um, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, as Psalm uh, twenty four says. Amen. So um, this isn't this space doesn't belong to. I, I don't believe any space belongs to Satan. So I don't. I'm not going to. It's it's not like oh, I'm trespassing, so he suddenly gets the right to do to me whatever he wants. Well, no, actually, I don't believe any space belongs to Satan because I believe the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, uh, as the psalm says. So, um, uh, so I think that's probably my approach uh, to spaces. Now, th- there already there are a number of complexities around this, and um, you know things that you know. So, for example, I'm thinking of Paul's discussion in Romans chapter 14 about the weaker brother and yes you know I need to be careful like 
if, if I was to take someone who was younger in their faith and with me and they're looking around, oh, this looks great, I'm going to yeah. come back here. Yes. And, then, and then they got into a conversation and then that led to, you know, their, them, you know and, and one thing leads to another. And, yeah. or, or, you know, or, or if maybe someone sees you go... I don't know. Sees you in going along, and they think, "Oh, so that's so that must that's be fine. okay, and yeah. that's that that's fine, and we're in agreement with yeah. all of that." So, you know, so so I think there's. I mean, we're in the realm of decision making, aren't we? It's not like this is a classic example of where there's not just a a a black and white rule that we can put. Even as I mean, you said quite black and black and in, in quite a um, definitive way that you you're happy to go anywhere. Yeah. But you would probably, I think, you would certainly qualify that when yes. you in terms of what effect that might have on other people oh 100 percent. like like yeah. in the end of the discussion with mm-hmm. the group i said listen i would love to put it out there under the umbrella of the elders and the wisdom of the church and, mm-hmm. and, and the overseers to say if you would like to come and you feel like this would be a step in the right direction in the concept of you know Letting other other faiths know that yeah. we're here and we yeah. want to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm all about it. But if you're coming along to have a sticky beak, or if you're coming along because you're titillated by other faiths or anything like that, then this is not for you. You need yeah. to be quite. It's relational. It's exactly. As long as it's yeah, but, legitimately relational. But I that mean, also <clears throat> brings up not just the space, because the, that also then lead, lends itself to, you know, celebrations, holidays. Yeah calendars, things like that, that have come from... Well, yeah, we've talked about Halloween, Halloween oh, before. Oh, don't and, get me and, started. Uh, I mean, that, that's... Like, I, I, I mean, I, I've told you this story, but in, and I think I've mentioned it in a previous episode, perhaps, around when uh, I first went to America and, and you know, the church there is all about Halloween and, and, and I was quite shocked <laughs> uh, because I think just because I came from a point where kind of Halloween is, is, is a, you know, is, has this sort of dark, these dark connotations to it. Yeah. So I was quite taken aback by that. But as I spoke to people, like, they really won me over yeah. as to why they engage with that. Yeah. And, um, you know, in terms of reaching their culture. And, and I mean, I'm not going to repeat everything that they said, but... Uh, yeah, I, I I found I found their reasons compelling, and I thought, well, I'm glad they are doing that. Yeah, yeah, you know? I, I'm the same. I really do believe it's slight, an an event, a day, a holiday is slightly different to going into a space. I know there's different, you know, ethical, moral decisions around this, but I really do believe when it comes to a day, there is that principle, another yet another Paul principle. Now we yeah. go to now we go to Paul. Uh, you know, with with the with the statue for the unknown yeah, yeah. god, you know Mars yeah. Hill, where yeah. he takes the culture, he knows what's happening in the culture, yeah. and he uses that beautifully with so much yeah. wisdom to speak God into yeah. the people's yeah. lives. And I believe yeah. that our culture is crying out for yeah. Christians to do this. Yeah. There are so many opportunities yeah. within our culture, whether it's events like Halloween or other things like that, where the culture is saying. Speak into us, and where where Christians are living out of fear and saying, "Oh, oh, oh we heard a bad, we heard that yeah. the bad people like this day, so we're going to close yeah. ourselves in, shut our curtains, and hide under the yeah. bed because somehow God's not over this." You know, that's yeah. I don't understand. Well, that, that I mean that 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 may be a caricature of. I mean, there may be people <laughs> listening who have really strong arguments uh, for 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 why we shouldn't. All I'm saying is that I've heard a really strong argument for yes. for why churches do, and I think that's, uh, and 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 I I felt very compelled by that actually. I I thought no, that's that's coming from a really purpose you know oriented thing that they you know they are in terms of their actions are very much within, uh, you know within God's yes. uh, God's law and and they they, they were being a, a marvelous witness. So, um, you know I mean. Uh, there may be listeners who may disagree, and that's okay. That's what these discussions are about. Another interesting one um, is about practices that have origins in pagan religions. Um, and I've been asked about this recently as well, like practices like uh, yoga and um, uh, acupuncture and, um, you know, things that have yeah. these 
connections uh, yes. with uh, even even like karate. Yes. Uh, you know, martial the, arts is you know, a classic yeah, one. Martial arts is a classic one. Yeah. You know, I've heard people say, "Well, you should never get involved in martial arts because it's it's all part of a pagan uh, sort of thing." Now, now I, I think, um, like I'm I'm actually again I'm happy to take quite freely from wherever. You know, if I mean I think yoga's great. It's healthy. It's you know. The, the actual exercises themselves, I realise it comes from uh, from origins, uh, from a worldview that I disagree with. Yes. And, I, and I'm more than happy to say that. Mm. But if, you know, if there are things in that that are beneficial, then I think it's good to acknowledge that, actually. And the, the other concept that I think that, especially around yoga, but also with karate, is some of the arguments that I hear when I really get down to the nitty-gritty with it. Yeah. When Like removing the origin argument, because yeah. I, I really do think, quite simply, the origin argument doesn't hold up a lot of times when it talk, when we talk about where we are in our Christian culture and stuff like that today. I, a lot of, yeah. I, that's just me personally. But then, especially about yoga, I, I've heard people start talking about as if the the positions that you're in are somehow magic spells that are attracting, you know, the enemy type of thing. And I'm like, we don't live in this world where I really don't think we live in a world where I can do some sort of hand gesture, body gesture, pose or something. And unwillingly without my conscious mind knowing I've, whoops, I've signed a contract with the enemy and now I'm, and now I've got a demon. Yeah. You know, because that's what the argument basically comes down with a lot of this type of things is you're unwittingly playing into the devil's hands and you're, you've somehow got onto his side. And I'm like, I really don't believe the universe. I don't believe the Bible tells us that that's how he operates. Yeah. yeah. Again, that might, might be a slight caricature. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not one, saying that for the, the... I'm, I'm, I'm in the <laughs> academic world. In the academic world, you, it's it's yeah. it's important d- to not caricature the uh, the opposing argument. To, yeah. uh, but 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 I find it immensely entertaining your descriptions. <laughs> I'm the person. I'm the person talking yeah. to people so, complaining on the phone at the radio station. Yeah, yeah, so they're they're, they're my character. Yeah, so send all your complaints to yeah. DJ. <laughs> yeah, I'll take um, them. Yeah, I, look, I mean, I I do agree. I don't think that certain yeah body positions and all to can make can open you up to influence or have some magical uh, I just don't I just don't think the universe works like that caveat on that uh, they can when you willingly mentally yeah, want yeah. that to happen yeah that's right if you're saying hello you know Satan here yeah. I come and this is what I want or whatever other yeah, yeah, spirit yeah. you want of course but I think it comes from the mind yeah. heart relationship first yeah. this I mean I, I said before that I think I think it's important to acknowledge, actually, where there is truth and good in other in other um, uh, uh, in other places. I was going to try and use a general word, but yeah. um, so because I think it's important as Christians that that we re- that we recognise where truth is and name it. Like I mean, I think this is Paul's uh, Paul models 100%, 100%. this in. You know when he talks to the Athenians at at the Aeropagus, you know, he quotes from their, you know, from their mm-hmm. poets, poets and their, you know, and and he he goes and he talks about their shrine to the unknown god, and I'm going to proclaim this to you. So he begins from where they're where they're at, and he acknowledges where the truth is mm. in their, you know, in their system. So I think it's really important. It's not even just a matter of um, can we. I actually think we should. I think we should acknowledge where truth yeah. and good is, and and I mean, you know, that there are various elements of Eastern medicine that have, um, you know, that have come out of sort of pagan origins, and yet they're they're immensely healthy. Yeah. Uh, you know that they have a, uh, you know, they uh, assist the body in healing itself, and they it's, it's inc- incredibly respectful, actually. Mm. Mm. Of the way that we're made, mm, uh, mm. you know, so, so they're, you know, it's very kind of non-interventionist medicine. It's just allow, he, helping the body heal itself, and you know, things like ac- acupuncture and, and things like that can actually work with the nervous system, and um, and I, I think that they can be immensely beneficial. They certainly, and it's certainly, I've never had that, but I know people who have benefited greatly from that, mm. and um, and. You know, I don't think, and I think it's good to acknowledge where, where they're onto something, where, where there's both good and truth, where there's 
things that are truthful and beneficial. I think it's great to be able to say, this is really great. I remember reading a book by, I picked it up in an airport. It was by a a Buddhist uh, writer. It's called Buddhism for Busy People. And um, for some reason, I don't don't know why, (laughs) just out of an impulse, I just picked this book up and I read it on the plane. Um, And, and, you know, I, I I actually picked it up in quite a critical sort of mindset. I'm going to understand more about Buddhism. And, yeah. You know, actually, there were some things in there that really spoke to me. Yeah. I mean, you know, like in terms of uh, there was one part around cultivating compassion, and, and and oh man, it was really well put, and and it was so good. Mm. And then another section on mental discipline, and how meditation. Uh, works to for mental discipline and I realized how undisciplined my my mind is actually and um and so I actually applied that in terms of like waiting on God and and not not just not just empty my mind but really focusing on God and and being still before God as indeed the scriptures talk about exactly yeah and actually Taking it caused me to take responsibility for the fact that when I try to pray, my mind floats all off in different directions. Because because it was almost like I thought, oh, that just happens passively. But yeah. the writer was saying that doesn't happen passively. No, you're doing that. You're trying to. It's like a kind of escapist sort of thing. Yeah. And I thought that really convicted me. Wow. And God really used that actually to 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 move me forward in my spiritual life. And it was a book by a Buddhist writer. You know, it's like... All right, well, all, uh, all letters that complain yeah. about that go to Matthew, all right? All right, let's take a break. It's my confession. You've, you've mentioned there um, good and truth, and you've even mentioned, uh, you know, in passing there about art. Let's take a break. I want to come back, and I want to get into these type of decision-making processes, these guidance principles yeah. when it comes to art. Jacoby here on Thrive Deeper episode 44 and we're halfway through talking about guidance decision making being responsible for what we do in the area I'm going to call them these gray areas we are getting ourselves in trouble (laughs) basically (laughs) this could be the last episode if you hear that we've both been fired from our positions you understand it was because of this episode but we're looking we you know we've looked at uh you know some of the some of the questions that people have that believers have about the decision process when it comes to things affecting them like the external affecting them if i go to a place or I take part in a other church that doesn't believe the same way that I do things like that or even other, another faith yeah. if I read a Buddhist book or I go to yeah. a, a mosque or things like that does that affect me so we've, we've been looking at those questions but they can be a little bit esoteric out there I want to get into something that really affects us day to day and this is the entertainment around us the ah, art good. Yeah, yeah. art and entertainment around yeah, us yeah. I know that some entertainment some art that we have is is pure mm entertainment mm. you know popcorn yeah. you know entertainment yeah. like the movies or the pop songs we listen to or something like that but then there is art the music and the movies and the books that stay with us and convict us and challenge yeah, yeah. us and everything for the rest of our life now in the culture that we live in a vast majority of what we're consuming in this area is by non-christians mm. is that good bad what you know should we No. yeah well i get again it comes back to the point i was making before the break uh, about the book that I read that you know it just contained truth and and I've actually come to the belief that we actually following I believe Paul's example in Acts chapter 17 when he goes to the Europagus where he acknowledges and the truth elements of truth that are there and he yes. acknowledges truthful things that their poets and philosophers had said and he works from that he builds on that yeah. um, so I actually think that's really important I think it's you know Ah oh, man, th- there are. I mean, if you're talking in, 
like I love I love film as as an art, and and I and I particularly um, love you know film that is not probably your mainstream film. I get a little bored with the Hollywood blockbuster. Yes, um, and so you know I go for films that are sort of your more indie, independent, limited release, foreign. For, yeah, they're generally foreign, you know, depressing. often European. <laughs> no, they're not always depressing. But often, yeah, well, they actually, they, yeah. they are. Um, Bleak. Yeah, okay. Uh, but, but, you know, and like I have been so challenged by, uh, by films like, um, you know, the film Le Havre, which is a French film that just gave such a beautiful, it was such a beautiful celebration of goodness, you know, or films by... Uh, Michael Haneke that um, explore guilt mm. and you know not even making any conclusions but almost in a sort of Dostoevskyan sort of mm. fashion uh, you know validating the fact that this is part of uh, human existence it's sort of inescapable part of human existence you know uh, I I love um you know, the films of Andrei Zvyaginstev, the Russian uh, filmmaker, who just makes films that question society and values and and you just come away with questions and, oh, man, this is, you know... So, uh, they, I mean, they often require you actually to come, you know, to come halfway. There was a, a Romanian film actually called Beyond the Hills that was implicitly very critical of religion, actually. Mm. And... Um, you know, I, I, I felt that's important. That's an important... Uh, I wanted to be... Um, uh, I appreciated the point that that film was making and the way that it made those points. And I want to engage within those conversations. Yes. So, um, yeah, I, I benefit a lot from from this art form and, and have been really edified by it. And in a lot of cases, it's not been uh, by... By Christian people. Mm. I mean, you recommended a film to me by Lars von Trier, um, uh, the one that's set on the stage. What, yes, what, uh, what Dogville. It? Dogville. It, my favorite, all-time favorite you know, film. I mean, really, uh, really quite a profound film about grace and judgment, and oh, but incredibly confronting but, and yeah, traumatizing. And yet Lars von Trier is way off. And, yeah. I don't know what universe he's in, but yeah. in spiritually. Um, and yet here is this, you know, here is this non-Christian um, guy that makes a film that has such a strong Christian message. Yeah. Un- that was quite remarkable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, that's, and that's, the, uh, that's the challenge. And again, it's not for everybody. It's not for, I've recommended that film to people who've gotten halfway through yeah. and, and mm-hmm. either been disgusted yeah. or been bored. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's not... These arts, you know, and even when it comes to music, finding music, you know, it can be quite hard, especially. And I want you to talk to this, Matt. Some people will say have a very high conviction, like if the if the film or the television or the music or the art piece has anything immoral in it, anything that we as Christians wouldn't do, whether that's the language or the you know, whatever yeah. the people are participating in, you know, yeah. you know, sexual, you know, things, uh, you know, whether implied or explicit, drug taking or these type of things, they're like, oh no, this shouldn't, shouldn't be anything that a Christian should watch. Yeah, well, there's a couple of different, there's a couple of different issues there, and I think it's important to separate a couple of different issues out. You know, first of all, those things are lo- like just speaking generally, those that's just life, you know, and I'm not that. Uh, in in general, those things don't particularly worry me. Where the uh, in terms of sexual content, I think I, I just want to separate that one out because it's just not good for me as a guy to be confronted with that. Yes. That that's not so. So I I, I actually um, and and even uh, like I mean even in terms of gratuitous violence and the, the, I the, I do have lines that I draw actually. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, interestingly, um, talking about Michael Haneke, um, uh, he made films like Blue Ribbon and uh, probably films that people have never heard of. Yes. But, um, uh, uh, sorry, The White Ribbon. Um, uh, I mean, he's, you know, won heaps of awards. and But he, he made a film called um, Funny Games, which was... Del- was oh. which the film was designed to punish... 
uh, audiences for their love of horror yep. and, and gratuitous violence. Yep. Yep. So here is a filmmaker that actually wants to punish audience. So he makes a like a, a violent film to specifically punish people for um, their gratuitous love of violence. But yeah. the interesting thing about this film is that you don't see any violence. Mm. Mm. It actually could be G-rated in terms mm. of what you see, but yeah. it's so psychologically disturbing. Mm. Uh, but and, you can't and, walk around recommending well, that. Well, well, here's the thing. I mean, I I, I bought it because Michael Haneke, you know, yeah. and 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 then I thought. I actually chucked it out afterwards because I because I thought on first of all I thought this is brilliant. Yes, like this film is prophetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, it's just exposing something. Like mm. I, I I felt afterwards disgusted that I'd ever enjoyed uh, gratuitous violence. Uh, you know, I mean, it re- and I thought, wow, that's what good art should do. It mm. should challenge you. You know, mm. and. Um, and but but I, I I chucked the movie out because I thought it was so disturbing. I don't want my kids like so psychologically yeah, disturbing yeah, yeah. Um, that that I didn't want my my kids uh, to even accidentally uh, come across it. Um, and yet, uh, yeah, and yet I think its message about gratuitous violence was uh, was a really valid one. So mm. so I, I I have a I have a bit of an issue. I mean, it's interesting. I don't know. How you, so so there, there are two issues here. First of all. Um, there's the issue of sexual, you know, content. I mean, first of all, I mean, do I want to endorse an industry that has, ha, you know, that yeah. will have people having sex on, yeah. on? I just that 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 I have a bit of a issue with. Um, but even with me confronting, uh, you know, confronting that, being confronted with that, it's just not good for me as mm. a guy. Mm. So so I actually look at ratings and and. And even and I actually go on to IMDb, yeah. which is International Movie Database, yeah. and I look at the parental guide, not for my kids. Actually, I look at it yourself. for me, yeah. you know, because I, you know, I want to see what what sort of kind of, yeah. uh, you know, like I, I don't mind, you know, implied sexual content. Or I mean, there's a and, and it's and I can't draw black lines. Yes. Uh, and in fact, there are films that I have really loved where I felt like even the sexual content was just a necessary part of really. Uh, a message, even though I perhaps felt that that could have been done a little bit more, Tastefully a lot more or, yeah, mo- modestly, yes, you know. Yes, okay. So, so you know, I can disagree with the way that it's done, but ne- nevertheless, I you understand why the storytelling. Yeah, I, I understand is why the st- storytelling. Well, I mean, the fact. I mean, the thing is, a lot of sex and violence, though, is put in there for gratuitous, you know, just to yeah. be gratuitous, you know, and yeah. and and I just and I and that annoys me. It's mm. just gratuitous uh, sex and violence in in films. And, and, and I don't think it's good. But, you know, like there, there are thrillers and, and, you know, that, that can tell. Like what, what are your thoughts about oh, like look, horror I, films? Give me- don't even look. I'm going to – you we're, we're both skating on very thin ice here, crawling right out yeah. to the edge of the limbs here. But first off, I want to say to those who are listening who have very, very strong convictions about, you know, about what you watch, especially yeah, yeah. movies and, and music and stuff and what you take in. I, I applaud that. I think that's yeah. really, really good. And I've gone through stages of my life where I've been in that same place. Yeah. And I don't want to say, I don't want anybody to listen to think, oh, a mature believer can get away with this or that yeah, or yeah. watch it. No, it's no, it's no. not about that. No, it's, I, well, I've just said, I, I look up the parental yes, guide. It, on the, and, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. But, you know, I'm thinking of the of the... You know, I've recommended friend, you know, friends, uh, you know, TV shows, and there's one I'm recommending at the moment on online yeah. that I'm rewatching mm. because the next season is about. I'm not even going to mention yeah. the name because I thought it was. I think it's fantastic, <laughs> but I've had people watch it and be disgusted, like literally oh. write to me and say, "I'm brokenhearted that you recommended that right. because it has language in it, because it has oh, drug okay. use in it, because it has things that are not edifying yeah. in it," and more. And I want to say to them, you know, yeah, you've got to go through some of the bad stuff through this film because it's, it has a purpose. It has a, mm. like, we're setting up characters and we, we need to know what they're like. Yeah. So the redemption makes sense yeah. at the other side of it. But I don't want to, I, but it's not necessary. This is art. Yeah. This is my appreciation yeah. of it. I don't want to ever push it yeah. onto anybody else. So it is a, look, it is a matter of, you know, individual. I mean, it's interesting because I, I showed uh, a Michael Haneke film that had a 
suicide uh, scene in it, you know, it's quite disturbing. And someone actually um, that I recommended that film to um, was really quite disturbed by that scene. And, and I should have, uh, you know, I should have been more sensitive in that. So I, I, I really... Mm. Um, and but then I asked the so I asked myself the question: Should I be more sensitive yeah. to that? Yeah. So so there's still a lot of questions in my mind. I mean, I, I haven't landed. I I have a. I, I suppose I, um, like I really appreciate the art form of film, and and it and and I think it can do so much. I'm also fine with just straight entertainment. Entertainment is a wonderfully human thing, and that's mm. great. Uh, that that that's that's fine. But. Um, but I, I also, the, the line is, you know, can, can, has moved for me, you know, yeah. and, and I've, I've been, yeah, I guess um, it's difficult to, to say things absolutely categorically. I do believe there are certain lines uh, that, that, that we can draw in terms of gratuitous sex and violence in films. I, I just, uh, and yet at the same time, I, I, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to, dogmatically impose that uh, th- those limitations around the art form a little bit like you know painters that maybe paint nudes or, or you know I think that's different to um, you know a, a, a centerfold you yes. know um, yeah. like uh, and yet there are people that say well how, how is it it's yes. n- there's no, it's no different yeah and I guess they've got an argument for that but then I would I would say that my point is a bit more subtle um, it's it's difficult area. At the end of the day, yeah, every really person is. has to make the decision for themselves. This really, it really is, it really is a tricky area when it comes to the arts uh, and and music, movies, you know, photography, all of these type yeah. of things that that um, that we move into. It, it can be quite tricky. Like here's another one. Okay, here's another one. I don't know if I've got time for another yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, my uh, uh, my kids are massive Harry Potter fans. Woo! Oh, <laughs> Massive Harry Potter fans. Send they, the letters to Matthew Jacoby, <laughs> care of. Yeah. Um, bad Parenting 101. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, again, they're, uh, they, um, it was, it was actually, I mean, that, the, the uh, rolling book that really got, in terms of my daughter, that really got her reading. I mean, yeah. she now is a voracious reader. Yeah. And it was the, the quality of that piece of writing for mm. kids. I mean, she, you know, I mean, in fact, in, I would say the same with my with my son as well. I mean, he he read the whole series in like two weeks. Wow. You know, and they're seven massive volumes. And and my, you know, so um, now uh, it was interesting. Um, like, I mean, they they under you know, it's all, it's all just play magic. And I mean, I I don't because the funny thing is, I, I know. And I, the people that I know and very much respect have made a decision not to uh, because of the magic content in there. Now, the interesting thing is um, uh, we th- 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 there's a book and my daughter wanted this particular book um, and and she, she got it for her, her birthday, actually. And, and um, you know, we didn't really look at what was inside the book. It was a Harry Potter, mm. you know, it was something about Harry Potter and... And absent-mindedly, you know, we got that for a birthday. When I looked through it, it was like history of magic, and it had all of this really full-on occult stuff in it, <laughs> like real you know, life. Real yeah, not, life not, yeah, not. I mean, and and no, no connection. Like, not it wasn't J.K. Rowling, do, you know, doing that, or. Yeah. Um, but I actually took it back. Wow. You know, uh, because I didn't want my kids to have yeah, uh, yeah. have exposure to that. Now, a lot of people say, well. What's the that proves that you're wrong. What's the difference? <laughs> and and look, may, you know, maybe uh, and it may you know maybe I am, but and and I and I do, uh, but the fact is is that that's an ongoing thing. It's an ongoing conversation that I have mm. with my kids. We talk about it. Mm. Um, I just don't think that the answer is sheltering them from it necessarily. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, my kids go to a state school. They're confronted constantly with all different views. All the kids are into Harry Potter. They. You know, it's the world in which they live. Hmm. Um, you know, I'm happy to say to my kids, "Oh, you read it. Let's let tell me what you think." What you know, and and so you know, we've talked about magic and this and that, and that's make believe. And there's hmm. some real dark things here as well. And what you know, and actually, it's opened up conversations. Hmm. Uh, so, I'm, I'm, you know, um, probably my approach 
and this is a very personal thing and other parents will have different approaches, is, is to probably more on the allowance side. I'm happy to allow um, you know, my kids to have some exposure to that. But as long as it's in the midst of a, con- of a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, um, what do you reckon? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I think you've brought it full circle, Matt. We started... You're not going to get out the matches and, the, no. and, and, and light me up? <laughs> no, I'm not bringing out the holy water or anything like that. No, the, 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 I think we've brought it full, full circle because we started this conversation about guidance and decision-making, about God wanting us to take responsibility, and it's all about yeah. relationship with Him. Yeah. These decisions that we're making about art and movies and, and the ones that yeah. you're bringing up about your family life and everything like that are great illustrations that these decisions that we're making are not outside of that desi- yeah. of that process. Yeah. The entertainment that we're choosing... Look, personally, I'll just say this and I'll move on because I could spend a long time talking about this. I have big troubles with people, you know having issues with some of the things that I find artistically amazing, yeah. you know, that might have yeah. troubling scenes in yeah. them, and then they go on to tell me how much they love the latest reality TV show and they, they watch that every night of the week. Yeah, or, or another example of that is yeah. there are plenty of people who would who would condemn Harry Potter but love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And it's like, what? Well, uh, well I, can, I, can, I personally can see the difference there, but that's just me. But I look, I'm not a Harry Potter fan, but, but that's, my, that's my persuasion. Uh, okay, wizards and... Yeah, no, no, all... no, 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 it's, it's, no. We're going right, into okay. a different, different topic here. But my, my, but my point is, it's easy... Getting back to what was the word that you said casu- about cause and effect? Casuality? Yeah, no. Uh, casuistry. Casu- okay. Which is applying a rule to every single little scenario. And I think we get in tr- we get we can get into trouble when we try to do this yeah. around some of the entertainment and art that other people enjoy. Yeah. If it's a conviction for us, fine. Let it be a conviction for us. But if we try to make that for somebody else as well, think yeah. it's not a, not as black and white. You might have no trouble in spending hours every night watching the latest reality TV shows yeah. and things that I, I consider those to be morally yeah. disgusting and I would never I would yeah. never want anything to do with them. Whereas the art that other that they would turn around and see me watch, you know, is the same. Yeah. It's a, so it's those principles I think that we have to be open and saying, okay, what are the what are the principles that Proverbs give us? What are the principles that God is teaching me? What should I be taking responsibility yeah. here? Yeah, and I think I think it's important to have these be, be able to have these conversations and um, and and to to you know share because wisdom is something that you gain through conversation and through sharing experiences and um, and you know I mean I, I value that because let's face it where we stand on these things like we could be completely wrong yeah and 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 I think we're you know we're, we're both quite willing to admit that but. You know, we make decisions as best we can, and and, and you know, I, this episode isn't about saying we do this, therefore this is the right thing to no, do. No, it's no. just to, I guess, what we've done today, which is a little different to, you know, to what we do mostly, is is that we've shared very complex scenarios that really aren't clean cut, mm. and um, and I guess some of the decision making uh, around that, and I think this goes to underscore the fact that. Um, we're always making decisions that are really clean cut, and, mm. and and it's I think it's important to recognise that they're not completely clean cut, um, and and that we can't just apply a rule. Uh, that we actually have to apply wisdom and and process, and uh, you know this may be appropriate for this person, but really not for this person, and uh, and you know and I think we need to be open to that sort of variation I think this connects with Paul's discussion around eating food sacrificed to idols in Romans 14 to 15 it really is about relationship it's us us about being really self-aware knowing what's good for us and being honest with ourselves actually about what's good for us Um, I think that's an important thing Um, uh, I think we need to pray about if in doubt we should pray about things and again uh Ask God to give us the wisdom and insight and self-knowledge to know what is good for us and to recognise that. And, uh, and then I think we become good decision makers. We're never perfect decision makers. Uh, I could be making plenty of wrong decisions now, but hopefully um, 
uh, you know, hopefully we we can create a context where things can be discussed and and this is where community comes in. If, if in doubt, talk to people, talk about other people's approach. How do you go with this? What's your, you know, what's your approach? Without fear of even thinking, if I even open up the subject, I'm just going to get crucified. No, no, have, let's, let's be open. And, and, um, and when being on the other end of that and giving advice, don't give advice like it's law. Give advice like it's advice. And, uh, and recognise that wisdom is very particular. Wisdom focuses on particular situations and particular people. There's general principles, but in terms of what actually we should do in this situation, it's governed by wisdom, but it needs to be different for, for each person in each situation. To me, that uh, makes sense, and we've talked about the Proverbs being all about common sense. So there you have it, decision-making when it comes to art, films, religion, temples. We went there, we went all over the world today and asking our questions. Hopefully you have stuck with us through that. Hopefully we haven't offended and hopefully you have seen some of the wisdom that we are trying to flesh out as we're making these decisions. We've been very open and honest with some of the processes that we're going through in our lives. And I hope that you can be open and honest as well and share with us what you think. Did, did, did what we say today make sense? Did you agree? Did you disagree? We would love to hear from you. It's really simple to do. Head over to thrivetoday.net.au. That's got linked to our Facebook page, our Facebook group, where you can share stuff privately. Or it's also got our address there where you can send us an email directly and get it to it straight to us so we can answer it here on the show. But either way, we would love to hear from you. Until next week, this has been DJ Payne on behalf of Matt, Stu and the crew here at Thrive Deeper. Thank you so much for listening.